I call him Pollyanna Penny because of his eternal optimism. He is Westpac's rural economist. Nathan Penny's his real name. Nathan, a lot of glum news out there at the moment. I've got you on the show today to cheer the farmers of New Zealand up. What do you got for me? Yeah, good day, Jamie. Yeah, you, you, you're dead right. We uh, we are looking at some um, pretty pretty uh, dire headlines out there. Um, I think if we if we step back from it all, um, you know, and I think we said this previously on the show, we are looking at a tough season for, for the majority of farmers. Um, but we know that farmers um, are experienced and and can adapt. And and we, you know. Us here at Westpac, definitely, we're backing our farmers to, to manage through this tough season ahead. Well, I'm glad you didn't use... I thought you were going to go there and use the R word, resilient. You're not allowed to use that. It's like learnings. It's banned on the show. Can we... See, my, I'm an eternal optimist as well, or else I wouldn't be invested in farming, but um, can we ring-fence the damage or the downturn to one season? Because if we can do that... Uh, we'll get through this. But if this lingers on for two or three, it's going to make it really tough and some people will not survive. Yeah, that, that's an excellent question, Jamie. And it has been one um, you know, I've sort of been thinking about. I mean, I think our, our starting point is that this is a, a, a typical um, you know, cyclical downturn that we've, we've started into. And, and, and on the basis of what we are seeing right now, there's, there's good reasons for it to be relatively short, i.e. sort of limited to 23, 24. But I, I guess, you know, when we think back to the downturn, the downturn, you know, through 2015 and 16, one of the things we probably did um, prematurely was rule out that it could be a bit longer. Um, so I would say, yes, you know, at this stage we do think it will be limited to one season, but we do need to keep it in the, in the back of our minds that it could last a little bit longer. So we need to need to have that, um, that planning on that and that thought done um, just in case it does linger. Well let's have a look at the various farming sectors. What What is Westpac, and namely you, uh, saying about the forecast milk price? Yep, so we, we have, have cut our, our forecast to in line with, with Fonterra's, so we are at 675 for the season ahead. Um, you know, at, at the moment there's, there's so many balls up in the air that we don't think there's, uh, there's much to be gained from second guessing Fonterra. Um, you know, we do expect better prices next year. You know, um, as China eventually comes back into the market, um, but you know, we're we're sort of almost in spring, and we're selling the selling the bulk of our milk at the auctions at what's going to be um, you know low prices. So once we do that, it's really hard to to, to reverse that um, later in the season. So hence hence we've adopted Fonterra's forecast. I think the um, if you look at, at beef, is probably beef is probably the one one sector that's doing better than others. Um, we think you know um, beef prices can hold at at, at okay levels this year. Um, and the other one, probably not flying under the radar a little bit, is is, is lamb and, and mutton. Uh, mutton in particular, very weak off the back of, of the weakness in China, and lamb also weak as well. As Aussies uh, in particular are pumping out the uh, the meat, given all the grass over there. Lamb down about twenty five percent, or off about twenty five percent on where it was this time a year ago. And as you pointed out, mutton's the big loser. It's it, it's halved in price. That's right. And and as I said, um, you know, I've just come back from Australia, Jamie, and I've never seen it so green. Um, they they've had two two years or so of wet weather, um, and the Australian farmers are. They've, they've never seen it like it like 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 it is. Um, they're expecting El Nino to kick in, and you know the normal course of 
um, of droughts to, to, to come back, um, you know, over the summer. But but they're really, really, it really is quite exceptionally green and in places that you don't normally see green. There is an upside to this, the exchange rate. It's sort of falling out of bed a wee bit, so that's going to help us as an exporting nation. But the other side of that argument is everything we import costs more, including fuel. So that's a double-edged sword. But let's look at interest rates, Nathan, because once again we were told that once we get into 2024 they'll start coming off. But now I'm hearing some commentators say interest rates, the OCR, may not fall until 2025. That is going to make things very, very sticky for homeowners and business people over the next 12 to 18 months. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, you're quite right, Jamie. If we do see further increases, it's going to you know, turn the screws further. Um, we, we, at this stage, we'd probably, um, you know, sort of um, push back on the idea that rates could go higher um, into 2025. We're, we're expecting interest rates to start to come off the boil um, the second half of next year. Um, and, and the one thing, the one sort of thing that, you know, the sort of balancing effect, if you like, if, if we do see that weakness in agri, you know, particularly from our trading partners in, in places like China, if that weakness continues to come through, then it does sort of, um, you know, increase the chance that rates will come down sooner than we think. Yeah, I reckon uh, the OCR and Reserve Bank Governor Adrian Orr, they cure us worse than the disease if he lifts the OCR another 25 percentage points in November, as some people are suggesting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's... The, and, and the one reason why we um, why that is in, in play, and, and actually we, we do think there's a, there is um, a good chance of another lift in the short term, um, is because inflation um, is, is is lingering and, and is stubbornly high, still still six percent, Jamie. Um, it's a little bit back from the, the seven point three where it peaked, but really we need it to be back closer to twos and threes. So there is a chance in the short term that we do get some more increases, but I think longer term, you know, talking into next year and beyond, uh, we're still pretty confident that rates will eventually come down. Final question for you. Don't duck it. Are you banks ripping us off, Nathan? And I'm talking when I say us, farmers, are your margins too high? Your risk margins too high? Why are they so much higher than housing loans? Yeah, good question, Jamie. And it is always a um, um, you know, a relevant question to ask. So I think, you know, the one thing that we would say is that, um, you know, we're, 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 backing, we're backing our farmers. And, um, you know, part of that is that, you know, us backing them, we, we want to be stable and profitable so so farmers can rely on us to back them in the tough time. Not really sure you answered my question there. Uh, Nathan Penny, thank you very much for your time. Always appreciate it on the country. Go on, Jamie. Cheers.